You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so excited that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. We want you to take a moment right now to hit that subscribe button if you are not subscribed. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, share the video. Um, if you're on Apple or Spotify, be sure to subscribe so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We yes. hope that you enjoy this conversation, that you are blessed by it, and if you are a returning listener and you listen to us every week we just want to say thank you so much for sticking it out with us and joining us on this journey this has been an interesting two weeks right mm-hmm. because um we've celebrated our birthdays yes. right in these last uh few weeks right or days or weekends right yeah um and i turned 29 and you turned 21 no, <laughs> 34 34 yes um, so definitely uh happy birthday to us. Yes. Right. And um and I had a great time. I know you had a great time. Yeah, no, I mean listen, when it comes to birthdays, birthdays are always a good thing. I yeah. think, you know, it's it's a gift. At the end of the day, you know, we all have this dream and aspiration to get like all old and like you know, be 93 with like grandkids and all this other stuff. Uh, but the reality of the situation is that that's not guaranteed to everybody. You know, we hope and dream that, you know, we'll be able to be healthy and strong and make it to, you know, a really good, decent old age. But, you know, tomorrow's not guaranteed for anyone. So the fact that you get to um, complete, celebrate another birthday, another year, it's just something that regardless of where you find yourself and what situation you find yourself in and where you find yourself on the timeline of life, it's something that you have to be grateful for. So I know that you're grateful. I'm grateful. We're all grateful for just another year of life. And we hope to have many more. Absolutely. Um, you know, this week we have, you know, we've been doing music features uh, in the last few episodes, highlighting yeah. new releases and music. Um, this week, our whole episode will probably be based on, you know, you can say this week's music feature, right? We <laughs> yeah. talked a little bit um, last week about Maverick City and Kirk Franklin yeah. coming together, right, to work on an album and they've, you know, put it out. It's titled uh, Kingdom Book One, yep. right? They've released their first single titled Kingdom and their second single titled Bless Me, right? And this all kind of took place March 1st in 2022 in Florida. Mm-hmm. And it was the largest prison event, they said, in U.S. history with over 1,300 inmates um, that were there worshiping Jesus at this concert. And they recorded, you know, um, and put together their album there. So Bless Me is their second single that was released. And, you know, it caused quite a stir, you know, in certain (laughs) online, you know, uh, forums, forums, right? (laughs) And people in their comments and, you know, just reading through certain comments or watching certain videos, right? We live in an age now, you know, people do what we do, right? They, you know, talk about things and react to things. But um, in the Christian space, right, we see, I think it's growing a little bit more where we see individuals, you know, reacting to new music and music videos and sharing their opinions on, you Mm -hmm. know, the song lyrics and, you know, the song and the music and then the artists, right? We're seeing that more and more. And it seems like this particular song by Maverick City and Kirk Franklin titled Bless Me 
um, had some controversy in it. Mm. And I think it was mainly over the lyrics. So I'm just yeah. going to read some of the lyrics, right? It says, bless me, bless me, bless me, God, indeed. Death has been defeated. He is our victory. Bless me, bless me, God, not just for me, but so everyone around me can have everything they need. Then he goes on to say, yeah. favor, favor, um, uh, till I'm in the conversation. Let it fall on me till I'm in the conversation of all my enemies. Favor, favor, God, not just for me, but so everyone around me can have everything they need. Yes. Right. There's a bridge. There's another verse. Right. So. I think mm-hmm. what causes mm-hmm. the controversy, what causes, you know, the the opinions mm-hmm. are those verses. Right. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to the bridge in a minute because that's kind of where things change. But it's the <laughs> idea of these individuals belting out. Bless me. Bless me. You know, the idea of them saying favor, favor, let it fall on me. People had a problem mm-hmm. with um, this type of song and the lyrics because it seemed like it was very self-centered. It's about me, mm. right? And these individuals just kind of yelling out, God, bless me. Let your favor fall on me, mm. right? So it sparked a conversation and thought of, is it wrong to ask God to bless you? Yeah. Either in a song, in your prayer time, mm-hmm. in corporate prayer, in mm-hmm. group prayer. Like, should we not be asking God to bless us mm-hmm. or have his favor be upon us, mm-hmm. um, you know, and do great things through us? So it seemed like there was a lot of talk, yeah. you know, about this song and this idea of just yelling out, bless me. Mm-hmm. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I think, you know what? I think that their opinions um, um, are rooted in a couple of things. But I think one of the things that they're rooted in is in the idea that when it comes to praise and worship, it's something that should be done in exalting god it should be a thing about you know shouting out god in his magnificence in his greatness in his power in his omnisciousness in his ability to do all things um and giving thanks for the things that he has done um and like really like they they i feel like they come from a point of view that is really like um into that into the idea that when it comes to worship, when it comes to praise, when it comes to music, it should be done in a way that strictly and only glorifies God, um, which I get that. I, I think there's truth to that, that, you know, absolutely. When it comes to worship, it should be something that elevates God and all that other stuff or whatever. Um, but I also don't think that the um, the hyper microscope of breaking down a song um and then my, my, I think my also my other grudge is if you're going to break down the song, break down the whole song. Um, don't just focus on the name of the song or just the first two lines and then just leave it alone. It's kind of like the idea of, you know, um, bless me, bless me, bless me is said three times. But is um, but then it also says, uh, but so everyone around me can have everything they need. Let all these folks that's with me, God, have everything they need. You know what I mean? So it's like this idea of, you know, really trying to get the idea of the song and understanding it. And, and yeah, it's maybe coming from a little point of view that's kind that sounds from the beginning, like very like self-centered, like bless me, bless me, give me, give me, um, which I know that people have an issue with that because it's very, it, it, it gives off, it can give off the vibe of like prosperity, 
gospel yeah. religion, uh, which is like because those are words, favor, yes. right, and and blessings that yeah. oftentimes get associated with prosperity gospel. Yeah, which is for for those of people that don't understand that terminology, you know, prosperity gospel is really the idea of you know just serving God for what He can give you, and you know, God is a God of the el oro, la plata, like of gold, of silver, and everything. So you know, just worship God, and He'll give you everything you need. Houses, or cars, you know, yeah, like all that wealth, stuff. jewelry, where they don't speak on all the other stuff like, yeah they don't speak about repentance they don't speak about um being redeemed they don't speak about salvation and in, in, like the way that it should be like they're really only focused on like prosperity like that's like the whole prosperity gospel situation um so i think that that off the bat kind of gives can give that vibe if that's the lens you're going into it with if you're going into it with the lens of especially if you already have an opinion on certain groups of people um, like Maverick City, who, you know, for the last two, three years has been really skyrocketing. I mean, it's like we've spoken about in our podcasts before that, you know, once you get in a bigger platform, you're opening up yourself to more opinions, to more scrutinizing and stuff like that. So with that, we also see that there are groups of people that have. I don't want to say risen up against them. That sounds like really like whatever, yeah. uh, but are more critical about yes. them. Um, and they break down a lot of their songs. They break down a lot of their ideology or, you know, inferring what does this mean? What point of view are they coming from? Mind you, they weren't in the in the songwriting room, but they have a whole idea and a yeah. thesis about it. Um, you know, so once you're already going into it with that in mind, I think it's very easy for you to then look at it with a negative critical lens instead of an objective critical lens. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with you asking God to bless you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that, you know, we see examples in the Bible about this, which I'll get into in a little bit. But, you know, the, we want God to bless us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it's like anything where there are good things, right, that mm -hmm. um, when said in the right way, under the right circumstances, can be a great blessing, can be positive, can be amazing. But then those very same things we can take and mess them up, mm -hmm. right? So if we're asking God to bless us, all right, and this is our prayer. We're saying, bless me, God, bless me. May your favor be upon me because I need to show off and show people that I'm able to do this and that I got this and I got money and I'm able to do this better than them. And you know, that's doing things with the wrong motivation and mm -hmm. intention. Yeah. That's unacceptable. That's yeah. not cool, yeah, right? Absolutely. I think the song was clear with the intention of why we're asking God to bless us, mm -hmm. right? And it basically says, right, so everyone around me can have everything they need. And it literally says, favor, favor, not just for me, mm. right? So I think right there, it's enough to basically shut down that whole argument or that whole conversation of this being something that's self-centered. Right. Yes. Ultimately, we want God to bless us. We want to be blessed by God. We want to receive his blessings and receive those things. And our goal should be not to keep it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. But to give it to others and share with others. Right. My blessing shouldn't be limited to just me. And that's it. And if it is, there's a problem there, you know. If we're asking God to bless us and bless us with health, hopefully that health is not just because we want to feel good, but because we want to be healthy and strong and able to serve our families the way God wants us to serve others, serve in our church. You know, if we're asking God to bless us with a car, I do believe that you can ask God even to help you get material things, right? Mm -hmm. If your motives and your heart are in the right place, yeah. you're asking God to bless you with the car. It's like, you know, hopefully it's so, you know, ultimately that could 
also be a blessing, not just to your life, but to the lives of others and also help you spiritually and whatever you need to do and getting to church and getting to your job and get, you know what I mean? Like there's so many different layers to this type of conversation. And like I said earlier, I think we we've seen a rise of, you know, Christian influencers or Christian YouTubers or just Christian podcasters in general, people who, you know, are having conversations and reacting to these things where it seems like we are being super critical of the lyrics, super critical of every word where I think we're beginning to lose the message, right? Um, when we begin to just focus on what we think the writer of the song meant when they said, bless me, yeah. right? For, for all we know, this is the complete opposite of the intention of the individuals who wrote this song. And they were basically saying, we want God to bless us so we can bless others. And people are kind of going along with the message of, you know, asking for God's blessings because we want it. We want mm -hmm. it for us, you know? So I think we just have to be careful in that, uh, you know, being super critical of, you know, music and, and, and especially in, you know, when I don't like calling it this, but in the genre of worship music specifically mm -hmm. that are being sung in our churches. Right. Yeah. Um, once we start dissecting every single word, I think if we go out there trying to find something, we will find it. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Did, yeah. And you will twist a word or twist a meaning or an interpretation that it that's not what it was meant to say or went to do. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, it's very difficult because, you know, you also have to understand. It's not actually, it's not that difficult. Because <laughs> what you have to do is understand that this song is part of an album. And usually, usually, when artists are putting an album together, they're telling a story, right? So then you have, like, the first song, Kingdom, that came out or whatever. Um, and then you have this, the, this next single, which is Bless Me. But then when you compare the two and you look at, all right, you know what? Let's find out if they really have an egocentric mentality where all their music is like this so if you start to see that the whole album is an egocentric album that everything is just about being you know gluttonous and how much can you get from god and i'm gonna take yeah. this from god and this is mine and give that to me that's different that's completely different because then the the proof is in the pudding like they say you know that that's all they talk about but then when you look at the lyrics from kingdom that is speaking about god and how the kingdom is his um it's speaking about thine kingdom um thine is the kingdom the power the glory forever and ever he finished my story we're singing freedom it's our, like these are the lyrics from yeah. kingdom or whatever none of this is egocentric and give me give me this is a song that's giving glory and honor to god as well so i think that when you're gonna go out on a limb or you're going to go out on a branch and you're going to go ahead and start um, dissecting or giving opinions on songs, you can't, unless it's a single that is not accompanied by an album that's not going to be released, I think you really have to look at the big picture. Yeah. Because sometimes there are times that it's a journey. So maybe the it's a whole story where the first thing is about their encounter with Christ. The next story is about a testimony that was specific about what they're doing. The next thing could be about a restoration moment. So it, it has its ups and downs and its waves and, and, and its twists and turns. Um, so if you're just taking a piece of the story out, you're going to lose the whole perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching, um, you know, some, you know, YouTubers talk about this and react to it. And they, you know, brought up the song of The Blessing by Carrie Joe, <laughs> Right. And um, <laughs> they basically were kind of comparing two mm. songs that have to do with God's blessing mm. and how different they are and how mm. one is probably more acceptable or uh, more pure mm. or correct than the other, right? So in the blessing, the lyrics go, Lord bless you, mm -hmm. Lord keep you, make his face shine upon you. Um, you know, and 
it's now talking uh, it's a prayer right mm-hmm. that you're saying to someone else or to a people mm-hmm. um but because and this is what they were saying because that song was done and the music was much slower and it was calmer and it was i guess you know more gentle in its delivery right it was seemed to be more like in that atmosphere and environment more acceptable and okay because it was more like a prayer right and um mm. when then talking about bless me um words like it's more upbeat more lively there's more music right it seems like the vibe changes simply because mm. of the music yeah right? and i have a problem because i saw <laughs> the thing that you're speaking about and yes. i think that that's where now i can sit back and talk about the person that's speaking and their intention and why they're saying the things that they're right. saying because the what they really said also was yes they started off with the idea of that you know when it comes to um the carrie job song um you know it is straight bible biblical like you see it in their testimony videos and all stuff or whatever but then you also see where their preferences jumps in because now all of a sudden the idea of an up-tempo song to them equates to um a, what's the thing that we we're talking about the um ah the prosperity gospel yeah or whatever so they had an issue with it being up-tempo yeah. they think that worship music needs to be more solemne needs Solemn. to be more like you know very <laughs> like uh, ethereal yeah very like airy right very like you have to feel like you're floating on a cloud and if it's not that then they don't think it's worship music and i have a problem with that because yes. i think that worship music is in last episode we spoke about diversity it could be any type of genre you know yeah. it can be an upbeat song it could be a song that's a little bit more rocky like a thing about like kim walker and jesus culture and, and all of them whatever like their music is rock but it's worship music as well so then now we're gonna say that oh no that doesn't count because they're pro- you know the, the worship music needs to be more airy like more like a feathery like like no you know so it kind of comes to you're already coming in with a bias that because this song is upbeat you don't think it can glorify god and i think that's a very erroneous way to look at it yeah because we can take the blessing and mm-hmm. those lyrics and just put it to different music and yeah. ch- it can change completely yes you know what i mean and yeah. um it, we can put it to a rock beat and yeah. i could be yelling those things aggressively <laughs> to you metal, right like metal i'm Christian so bands. like that's you know so. as if i'm so <laughs> angry and i want god to bless you you know and make his face shine upon it can be scary you know what i mean like is that not worship so again it's this idea that i I don't think the music has anything to do with it right and um and i don't want to go there right going home with the diversity conversation but in the distinctions between a carrie joe blessing Mm -hmm. and a kirk franklin maverick city bless me Mm -hmm. and just visually what it looks like and the individuals partaking in that Mm -hmm. right because then i think that opens up another can of worms that can be problematic in the sense that i think um you know there are individuals who may have their preferences Mm -hmm. as to you know worship and they may lean more towards a you know uh more slower worship you know type genre of music and that's okay you know, but then a Maverick City or Kirk Franklin, it's like because it's upbeat and because, you know, um, as we know, predominantly are, you know, uh, black, you know, brothers and sisters or Hispanic, brother, color. you know, people yeah. of color are very much more lively and upbeat with, in their worship. But at with times. that being said, I also think that's why it's important that you need to also know your platform. Yeah. Like you can't sit and start te- uh, start talking about music um, that is written and put together or uh, performed or recorded 
uh, by mostly people of color when that's not your experience, that's not the music you like, that's not your vibe. You know, you're more into something that's a little bit more um, not as flavorful. So then, which is fine. You right. There's some people that like a lot of sazon and a lot of ingredients and seasoning in their food. And there's some people that don't. They like the bland stuff. So that's okay. Everybody has their flavor. Everybody has their palate. But you can't be from a perspective that doesn't like the flavor but then wants to criticize it i think that you don't have a leg to stand on especially so. when um you know we're not shouting out these people or anything like their that. their name is bobby and all that stuff <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know then when you're asked you know uh, to give a kirk franklin song yes you go and start singing a song and you are completely confident that that's a kirk franklin and song it's and it's a mary mary song right so it's like Called whoa so and it's, it's completely <laughs> off right but yeah. you're so convinced yeah. that it's a kirk franklin song. so again it just it throws it off right so i think this is where we can see you know yeah. um a lot of times these conversations they they bring about good points, you know what I mean, yeah. that we need to sit and reflect and talk about because, again, um, I think it's not fair, right, when we make mm. statements like that or when we put out, you know, content like that where, you know, we, we hold one thing and this is okay because it's done in this way mm. and then this, it's much more lively, much yeah. more rowdy. Um, I don't think that seems like we're yelling at God to mm. bless us, right? Yeah, and it's like you can't give opinions on what you think their point of view was when you don't understand their experience. Like, there's mm. no way you can do that. You know, you can't assume what it is to be, you know, someone that's coming from that um, background or that facility or that, you know, expression when that is not what your expression is. That is not your background. That is not your facility. That's not something that you've been around in because it's not about color. It's also it's about experience. So if that's not your flow, that's not what you work. That's not how your church operates. That's not how the people around you operates. Then I don't think you can go ahead and then sit down and criticize or use a critical lens objectively. You're not going to be able to do that because you're coming from a one sided point of view, you know, which I think is why I have sometimes like reservations with like looking at these music reviews and listening to certain people's opinions and stuff, because it's like, you're giving an opinion from a basis that's not really founded enough or isn't really strong enough to give that opinion. You know, I can't sit here and give my critical opinion on paleontology because I didn't go to school for paleontology. I only know what I know about dinosaurs from the cartoons my kids watch. So it's like I don't have a I don't have a footing to sit there and talk about that. That's yeah. not my experience. So why would I go out and then speak against it and give an opinion yeah. on that when that's not my field? And I think it also goes at the end of the day, who are we to judge or criticize anyone's worship? Right. Yeah. Now this is coming outside of a music review that a YouTuber does, but just yeah. in general within your church, right? Who are you to really, you know, judge someone's worship? Judge their passion judge the amount you know the, how loud they sing or how mm -hmm. you know lively they are or how active they are during their worship how engaged they are they have their eyes closed the whole time their hands lifted the whole time they're so loud they sing so loud why are they so right like who are you to do that when you don't know again like you said that individual's experience you yeah. don't know their journey you don't know their story you don't know you know 
um, how much they may need that worship in that moment Mm. or how grateful they are for their life or how, you know, hopeful they are when they worship for the things that they're going through and that they will get better. And this worship could be the only thing that's sustaining them or the only thing that's keeping them going and the only thing keeping them, you know, alive and, and hopeful in God. Right. So when it comes to worship, we all worship differently. We all have different reasons and different motivations and different, you know, um, places that we go to, you know, during our worship to really give God our all. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to make assumptions. It's hard to make statements when you don't know the individual's experience. You aren't there in the writing room with them. Mm -hmm. You aren't with them, you know, in their low moments of their life. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure if we look at the writers of the songs or the performers of the songs, just Kirk Franklin himself, right, and Maverick City, um, we know through public, you know, things that they have said, hardships they faced in their life, moments of difficulty in their life, loss that they've been through, pain, hurt, all of those different things. You know what? they should be asking God to bless them. They should be asking God for his favor and they should be asking God for these things. And like they say, so then they can indeed then bless others, you know, Mm -hmm. and the song goes on to, you know, say persecuted, not abandoned. Mm -hmm. And they basically start shouting. We got everything we need criticized, never forsaken. We got everything we need because God's a promise keeper. We got everything we need. I got victory because our God's got everything we need. So again, it's like, we have everything we need. Right. And it, then if you're doubting, like, you know, are you saying that we don't need God, that we, you know, we're good on our own? No, we're, we're saying this because our God's got everything we need, Yeah. you know? So again, I, I think in, when looking at these lyrics, there really isn't room to, you know, have this type of discussion or debate on whether, you know, these individuals are being self-centered or prosperity gospel or just thinking about themselves, you know? Yeah, it's just, it, there's... A song for everything there's yeah. times for everything there's like i said we're not we're all on the same path in reference to you know salvation and christ and getting closer to him but everybody's journey is different so you're at a different place than i am the next person at a different place than then then so and so or whatever so what we may need in those moments is completely different you know, we may need a song that reminds us that we can reach out and call on to God to bless us in our moments of need. You know, you may need a song that just reminds you of God's, you know, power as our redeemer, as our, you know, person who is going to go ahead and reshape us and forgive us. And, you know, depending on where, what part of your journey you find yourself in, you're going to need a thing that fits that purpose. You know, so I think that it's it's OK to say, yeah, you know what, that song really isn't. I don't know. They've done better. Or, oh, you know what? You know, it's not really my vibe, but you know what? Uh, Whatever. Like, it's okay to say that because I'm not sitting here saying that I love this song. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, this is what I'm going to be jamming to every day for the next 365 days. No, I did not say that because that's not what's happening. But I can look at a word. I could look at music and be like, okay, cool. That's, That's their vibe. And keep it moving. Yeah. And again, like you said, there's preference. So you may have one preference, you know, from one song and over the other may enjoy one Mm. or the other. That doesn't mean you have to be super critical. Right. And basically say, I don't like that song because it's theologically incorrect. And this and the other thing, you know, are are there songs and moments that, that, you know, (laughs) it's like, okay, uh, we really shouldn't be saying that or singing that. Absolutely. Right. But now once you start getting into a territory of trying to see the author's intention, the singer's intention and motivation behind it, Mm. you know, it's so hard once we get into those categories. And, you know, like we were saying earlier, there's so many songs that Mm. are now being 
criticized or scrutinized or now looking under being looked at under a microscope. And I think a lot of it has to do with the churches that these songs stem from. Right. So we know these. Right. Yeah. So we have these songs that are put out by bands. Right. So we have Elevation Worship. We have Maverick City. You have um, uh, a hill song, a hill song. Right. Bethel. Bethel. You have all these different groups and they all kind of reside at a specific church. We have Elevation Church. We have Bethel, which is its own thing. Hillsong, which Mm. everyone knows. Right. And I think because individuals have problems or, you know, trouble with some of the things that these pastors say or their Mm. teachings. Right. Or, even or whatever controversies that they have going on. All the at different the controversies, yeah. they immediately associate that with everyone. Mm-hmm. So if you have just a little bit of Hillsong in you, nope. If you have a little bit of elevation mm-hmm. in you, nope. If you have a little. And, you know, it's like, again, are you attacking this song or this band, this group, and their worship and mm-hmm. the lyrics because that's what it is? Or is it because you're putting it all under the same category of the pastor you don't like or the church you don't like and how they handle things. Right. Yeah. Cause we saw this recently um, with the song champion by Bethel, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of controversy surrounding that song because of the lyric, um, you know, that says when I open up my mouth, miracles start breaking out. I have the authority. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's almost, you know, people had a problem with the statement of, you opening your mouth and miracles breaking out. Like who are you Mm -hmm. to have miracles break out? The miracles only come about, you know, because of Jesus. Yeah. It's not you, it's him. And then you (laughs) saying you have the authority. Mm -hmm. Well, it says here, well, Jesus has given me, right? So it's like Jesus has given us that authority. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of people like, this is a song that a lot of churches, and I even know of a few that Mm -hmm. said they either changed that lyric and sing it differently or they took out the song completely. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think this opens up a conversation of, you know, are we now, or should there now be a list of worship songs that are not to be sung in churches because of controversy or because of lyrics like this? Is this where we're headed? I mean, once like I, I think it's a slippery slope because I do think that, you know, as you know, followers of Christ, that like we also we have to be careful of what we consume and we do have to be understanding of what we're saying and what we're reading and all that other stuff or whatever. I do think that that's highly important, you know, because you, you just want to make sure that what you're preaching or what you're singing or what you're professing is actually correct. A hundred percent. I agree with that. Um, but now do I think that now we're going to start? Do I think it's now important or necessary to start playing word search? Um, and, you know, not connecting the lines and not connecting the dots, you know, something like that, like saying like, oh, it's it's you can't say you have the authority for stuff like that or whatever. But then, you know, when when God commands or when, you know, the Bible commands us to do things like go out and preach, you know, go out and heal, go out and, and whatever. Obviously, we're doing that in the name of Jesus. You know, we're doing that with authority that God has given us, but we have to believe that we have the authority to do it. And this is a song that's limited. We yes. don't have 37 minutes for one track to be to like, you know, I have the authority that was given to me by God through <laughs> Jesus when he died and resurrected. He gave it to yes. me. And that, like, we don't have the time to do that. So I yeah. think oftentimes it's like, you know, it's okay to just say you have the authority. Yeah. But we know as mm. Christians, right? And but that's believers, where, I think that, where that authority comes yes, from, who gave it to and you. And that's the responsibility of the church. Right. As a as pastors, as leaders, as preachers, as teachers, you should then be educating your congregation to understand where that authority comes from. You know, so we get it. 
because we understand it. So it's not like, oh, boom, I woke up so I, I can, you know, door open and the door is going to open. Like, I understand <laughs> that that's not the power right. that I have. But if I'm put in a situation where I do have to declare something um, in the name of Jesus, I should feel confident enough that I have the authority to do that. Um, you know, so that's another thing. Like, we can go in, in half an hour and break down this song and this idea. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that when you want to pick and choose, you know, what you want to be upset about um, rather than maybe taking that same energy and educating the people as in, so you know what, you know, for those of you that may be confused on that one lyric and think that, you know, now you can go ahead and start commanding things to happen. You know, that's not what this is talking about. Right, this is really more about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Cause in, people can do this when it comes to the Bible. Yeah. We don't need a song to mm -hmm. misinterpret stuff. Yeah, you absolutely. know, we can read, you know, uh, you know, power of life and death in the tongue and take that and start speaking things and waiting for it to happen. And it's like, I spoke it and nothing happened. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, well, because that's probably not even in God's plan or will for your life. And this isn't yes. just, you go around speaking things. Like you said, door open, car open, coffee. So like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like Maybe that's not, it's not how it's going to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but people can misinterpret all yes. day long when it comes, you know, to content that we mm -hmm. consume. We can misinterpret, you know. But like and you I said, it's a part of a bigger <laughs> conversation. Talk about it, you know. Yeah, and, you know, that's the catch-22 of this day and age and social media and all that other stuff or whatever. In the same way that we're sitting here saying you can't do that, other people are going out and saying whatever they want. Yeah. You know, and that's freedom of speech. Everybody has the ability to do that. You can't sit there and say what you want to say about whatever you want to say because that's the freedom you're given to do. Um, but I always, you know, give like air to caution and being like, what are, you know, make sure that you're using your platform to bring people closer to God and closer to his message. And it's not an idea of you just, you know, spewing negativity. Cause I remember, you know, it was one of the, the comments on that video that we were referring to about those individuals that were speaking, you know, one of their followers said exactly that. Like, do you ever say anything positive? Like all your videos is like very negative. Um, and it's like, if you're sitting there professing that you're representing Christ and that you're representing Christ's image and love and, you know, his message on earth, but your followers, which that's a whole other thing, but the people that, that follow you and, and consume your content and looking at you, like this is really negative it's kind of like mm, maybe you need to sit back and reconsider because there is room to give constructive criticism there is room to even you know give a little critique and suggestion but when the only thing you're doing is tearing down your fellow brothers and sisters i think you need to look in the mirror yeah and you know first chronicles 410 is one of the you know it was the first example that came to mind when i you know was kind of made aware of all this and it says, and Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. And it says, so God granted him what he requested. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, some versions say so that I will be free from pain, that I won't have any pain. Right. But Jabez is literally saying, God bless me. And this is like so common, this verse and so popular, the prayer of Jabez. And we see that God granted him his request. He requested this. God gave it to him. Right. So are we to say like Jabez, you shouldn't be so self-centered asking God to keep you from pain. Right. That you don't want to be, you know, harmed and all these things. No, if I'm in pain, I don't want to be in pain. I'm 
praying to God, asking him, God, mm-hmm. please like take this away from me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And bless me with your peace and with your love and with your comfort. I think it's okay for you to say those things. You know, we see throughout the Bible, people making certain requests and God granting it. Right. We see people, you know, Solomon asking God for wisdom, God mm-hmm. giving him the wisdom. And even with that, that God, he asked for wisdom and God gave it to him. Mm-hmm. He still made mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We see people that request certain things of God. God gives it to them and it's ultimately up to them, you know, to mm-hmm. use it for positive, for, for great things, to use it for the negative. And, you know, again, that is a part of the human nature and human experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We will ask God for things. God will bless us with things. We can sometimes misuse it we can sometimes Mm -hmm. abuse it we cannot you know treat it in the way that it should be treated or respected Mm -hmm. or taken care of and i think that you know the idea like bless me is a it's a terminology that's very ambiguous because i think it's very easy to assume oh bless me i want a car i want a mansion i want money i want this but there's some people that are asking god to bless them with direction there's some people that like you said god is asking them bless them with healing you know god bless me with an opportunity whatever it is i need a change in my life lord i'm just asking you to bless me open the door open up a passage like it's never it's not always monetary you know there's people we, we all go through our situations we all go through our struggles we all go through our moments where we need god to step in and do something yeah and regardless of how that looks i i think that's god blessing you yeah whether it's financial whether it's health wise whether it's an opportunity whether it's a spiritual mental emotional thing that you need or whatever those are all blessings from god as well so to sit down and be like yeah we can ask god to bless us i think that's a that's a huge stretch yeah that's and a- and also that's such a small part or should yeah. be such a small part in our overall life as a christian oh yes right? absolutely we're not just walking around every day saying god bless me yes. you know what i mean it's yes. like hopefully you are thanking him for your blessings yes, and what you do have and hopefully you are grateful and hopefully you are you know worshiping him and praising him just for who he is and not for what he can give you absolutely. you know what i mean so i think a lot of times too individuals have problems with this type of music or these type of lyrics you know um to each his own right mm-hmm. you may feel that this isn't your thing and you don't like listening to it and that's fine um but i wonder you know for certain individuals who may be struggle who, you know struggle with these type of of things of maybe just praying for themselves mm-hmm. or praying for things that they want and kind of keeping it there and that's it then i could see why something like this probably wouldn't be like the best thing for you to listen to right Mm. um but i think for the most part it's it's again just the 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 message or the the interpretation that we want to hear right Mm. and what we want um it to kind of be um we kind of make up this whole narrative you know so we have a lot of music that comes out, you know, every Friday, you know, sometimes even, you know, in different days, right? There's new music that artists drop and, you know, Christian artists drop and summertime is like a big time for that too, mm-hmm. where people always drop music. Um, when listening to the music, listen to it with an open mind, yes. but at the same time, listen to it and, you know, try not to look for the errors and the mistakes and mm. look for, you know, where are they contradicting themselves or where can I, you know, jump in this and basically say like, Oh, but that doesn't apply to every situation. Mm. You know, I think, um, the spirit of God will also help you navigate, you know, what's acceptable, what's right, what's off. And mm. you will know, mm. you know what I mean? Like you will truly know when things aren't, you know, what they should be. Cause yeah. we're in no way saying that everything that everyone puts out there no, is no. okay. Mm-hmm. Right. 
there could be music, there could be content, books, there that could be messages, and sermons and that could yeah. be wrong and mm-hmm. have, you know, issues theologically and have issues where it is self-centered and very much, you know, forgetting a whole certain part of the gospel, right, mm-hmm. or of the message. So we just have to be careful, right, yes. when entering this conversation, entering this land of criticism and critiquing things, right, that we don't, uh, you know overwhelm our audience or overwhelm the individuals with our preferences, our Mm -hmm. personal preferences and personal convictions and saying that that's Bible and saying that that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yes, we should be calling a spade a spade. uh, But sometimes it's not even about that. Like you said, it's about preferences and everybody has their preferences. Everybody likes their flavors. And, you know, that's the great thing about artistry and about music and even about worship music, which is that it whatever genre you're into, it's out there for you. It's out there for you to connect with. It's, you know, it's, it's people that, you know, they listen to worship music because it calms them. There's people that listen to worship music, you know, because it, it hypes them up. There's people that listen to worship music just because they, they like to be surrounded by the music. Now, what that sounds like to everybody is completely different and to each his own. So if you like country worship music, go ahead and take your ukulele and listen to that country music. If you're into more rock type of music, get your electric guitar out. Whatever it is, you know, as long as it's something that really like helps you stay grounded in the lord and builds on your connection with him that's what's important definitely so thank you so much for tuning into today's conversation and podcast we're so grateful that you uh listen to the end right yes thank you <laughs> um so definitely follow us on facebook and on instagram at god life culture podcast um, if you are not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. If you are following us on um, YouTube, definitely make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you like, yes. share the video, and let us know your opinions on these songs. Let us know, um, you know, what you think. Yeah, so thank you once again for tuning into the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. That's God Life Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye.